0: SAFM. Prime time all day long I understand Dr. Jacques Ludic is wearing his fleece slippers and unicorn pajamas. That's what my producer has just told me. I don't think Dr. Ludic agrees to that, but he will certainly be in a position to confirm or deny that. Good evening, Jacques. Good
1: good, uh, good evening, Sangeza. Very nice to speak to you. Uh, well, I'm, I'm going to deny slippers. <laughs> not the
0: pajamas. Okay, fair enough. It's not not so much. yet. Not yet. Very well. Journey to Wellness is an artificial intelligence-enabled, ultra-personalized wellness solution to help guide users towards better overall health and wellness choices. The app, Journey Wellness, that is reads health data, From user-provided survey and user's health kit, data like calories, steps, distances, sleep analysis, heart rate, health data, metric information to provide assistance on wellness journey. Quite evolutionary, as important, especially in these global times where health is everything.
1: Jacques? Absolutely. Yes. Talk to us. I think we need to look at the the broader problem here. I think we... We are faced with an increasing unwell workforce. Um, I think they talk about something like 3.2 billion people. Um, that 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 where there's really a problem here. If you think about even the the wellness programs that's out there in the workplace, it's almost like 10 percent. And then then that is in the developed markets. And if you look at South Africa and other markets, it's even worse. Um, so we we have a major problem in terms of that. And, and apart from that, I, I think there's an urgent need to, to move from disease management kind of model, where we kind of, it's like sick care, it's not health care, it's sick care, and then move towards something that's more cost-effective, proactive, that's more preventative primary care. Um, and and I think the, the the previous one is kind of more kind of chemical, reactive, and I think there's an incredible opportunity to use smart technology to actually change the game. Um Um, My specific uh, massive transformative purpose and the business as well is around how can we use smart technology to actually make a difference in people's lives, to create that better future. Um, I also wrote a book on democratizing AI to benefit everyone. And that's very much part of the mission here. So with Journey Wellness, what we've done here is to actually use smart technology and domain expertise and put it into a digital platform allows us to actually be ultra personalized super ai enabled so it's ai oh. enabled and when we say ai enabled we actually mean uh, truly ai enabled because we actually have an intelligent virtual assistant that can talk to any a user at any time 24 7 and and provide you with specific advice around fitness and diet and and mental health and, and so forth so it's pretty exciting for, from that perspective um, it's also Um, When we say personalize it, it's really built around your own holistic wellness. We look at your profile and provide you with that information and then try to help and guide you, come with notifications, um, emails, and and nudge you um, in the right direction as well. Um, So so it's pretty exciting. It's got various flavors and modules uh, as well there's also a serious need in terms of mental health in general. I think, especially with COVID-19 and so forth, it's incredible contribution that we can make on on that front as well. Um, but what, what I really love about offering, well, obviously first and foremost, it is for the consumer, and it's and it's and the question is, how can you actually make it available to everyone, and to not just the elite or the people that can afford medical schemes and or medical uh, medical funds to everyone. And um, so, so that's why we want to democratize digital healthcare care and, and wellness. Um, but, but I think also if you think about uh, employer
0: groups and think about medical schemes, I think there's incredible benefit, as we've said in the, in the pre They must be before. loving you for this. Sorry, say they, again? They must be loving you for this, employer <laughs> well,
1: groups and I, medical schemes. Absolutely, because this is, this is changing the ballgame here because you know the cost is just going up. It's, it, it's really a problem right now. If you think about just cost savings inherent to moving from an expensive reactive chemical kid uh, to a more cost-effective, proactive one. And I think if you think about all the medical schemes, they want more healthy people. They want younger people as well. They want to attract more people. Um, and I think there's an incredible opportunity here, and this is exactly what we do here, is to say, let's, let's make a difference. And even if you think about employer groups, mm. you can increase the productivity, you can increase the employee engagement, you can reduce the absenteeism, um you can you can there's a lot of cost savings uh, that's straight away there. Yeah. And, and even for the healthcare provider, the doctor as well, if you've got a three sixty degree view of your patient Um, you can be more proactive in supporting um, that patient as well. So it's very, very exciting on all fronts. Look, you're (laughs) selling
0: sand to somebody who lives in the desert, And so far as it relates to at least what I accept to be the health outcomes of this. Let's talk about some of the things that are a little more benign and a little often spoken of. Data, this data, how protected is it? Because, I mean, one can imagine a health journey is not something which one would in the general sense like for it to public to be public or certainly would not generally make it a public one to the extent that they are now exposing themselves to stuff that really would be a doctor patient sort of information available that data what happens to it how safe is it i'm not necessarily thinking from a hacking perspective but that data obviously is useful to among other people the employer groups as well as the medical aid schemes together Uh with the department at large But the person who actually is the owner of that data for he or she is the one who's generating that data, Songhezo in this instance, because it's on my phone, I've downloaded it. It's my profile that's there. How protected am I?
1: Absolutely. Okay, fantastic. So obviously with Particle PIA Act, Um, there's full adherence to that act. So the data can't be used by third parties, can't be used outside, and the user's got full control. So even if there's reports to employer groups, it's completely anonymized so, so we, we don't make any data available and we for me if you think about what we um, um, it, it is absolutely critical to protect the user so for, for us it's about the user uh, that needs to be in charge of this and in, and the user actually if you think about journey wellness mm. it's a platform that enable the user to take control of their own wellness it's just smart technology it's just enabler the data is Is obviously fully protected, so with encryption, military encryption, security, and all of those kind of things. So we've got completely scalable solutions in terms of that regard. Um, So we're very happy with that. Um, And Cortex Logic, as an AI company, next generation AI company, we've been used to working with big corporates um, where we've worked with their data and and, and privacy, and, and all of it is very much part of it. So we've got very strict ethical AI. Uh, behavior around these kind of things as well. And I think it's absolutely critical, especially in healthcare. Um, so what we love about the offering it makes it it, it, it protects the user, but mm-hmm. it empowers them uh, to take control of their lives. And it's and it's putting information, the main specific information around mental health, around fitness and diet, and everything that's relevant for wellness in your hands, and you can access it access it at any time. Yeah, so that's a critical thing. And then it's not just the the AI assistant and, and and the knowledge that we make available that kind of content. We also connect people to um, private chat and calls, so we can actually talk to a therapist in privacy uh, as well. If you want to, if it's from a mental health perspective, that's the kind of things we're also doing. Um, but uh, so yeah, so it's it's um, it, it's absolutely a pl- platform that respects privacy, data privacy, and
0: and, and adheres to the PIPA Act. And, of course, the advertisers who would obviously want to be on that platform, you absolutely have to make sure that you screen them. Because I don't imagine you want a fast food company advertising on your app, or do you? We're not going
1: to make the mistake that uh, Facebook made and others. (laughs) There's other ways of monetizing, Jared, as well. (laughs)
0: let's talk about the fact that this app will only do the work that the user wants it to use in other words to the extent that the user gives it information or does the necessary advanced alerts so that it can pick up the necessary data this app really is consumer driven in that regard or have I got it wrong
1: no you've got a hundred percent right it's completely consumer
0: driven and we've got some
1: exciting announcements around this because we're gonna we're looking at a reward system that's based on cryptocurrency Tokens that, that you incentivize people to actually do good things and do check, weekly checkups mm. and, and so forth as well. Uh, but again, they take, full, they take full charge of everything and, and they're incentivized around there in their own world there.
0: Yes. How does this differ to Discovery's Vitality program? And I'm not saying now get into the economically sensitive information yes. or sort of strategies behind how you just want to elbow them out of the game but ultimately I do understand from what you have said that you're entering, as it were, open, close quote, their turf. Yeah, so
1: so we we come in from a completely different angle where we say we're ultra-personalized, we put the user in control. It's not just Vitality or something that's part part and parcel of another business drive um, to to, to help the user. I've been um, also in the past uh, participating as a Vitality member, so I know that system extremely well. We come here and we say, we're not going to make it just available for a few people that can afford medical funds. We, we want to make it available to everyone. So it's about democratizing digital health service to everyone, uh, effectively. Make it cost-effective and empower people um, and, and really focus on... And, and, and I don't think Vitality or some of these other offerings have 24-7 intelligent AI virtual systems that's truly personalized and put you in touch with... Um, with, with all the information that you need to help you system, uh, with your specific health. And also connecting you in real time with therapists and other people as well. Um, and there's a few layers that we add to that to, to make a huge difference. Um, we also um, we start with this wellness insights, and we're going to make that for free. But then there's specific mental health modules and, and fitness models, and modules and financial wellness and healthy eating that we're adding to the platform and and, and to put you in direct contact with experts and and also also provide you in in contact with um, proper content, high quality content around these kind of things. So it's a really focused, ultra personalized offering that's looking at all the different angles and it's at any time, if I look at Vitality, there's no app or something that I can do at any time where where I have this kind of personalized wellness companion. As a matter of fact, I'm not even sure in the world holistic wellness app that provides that. We do have some niche apps that looks at say,
0: mm.
1: Mental Health, like Calm, and there's WellBot, and there's a few others as well. But looking at things holistically um, is, 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 is a game changer. Um, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of companies that's going to try various things here but um, yeah you know, I do see the right.
0: evolution of the sorry to interrupt I've got a minute I do see the evolution to almost becoming what back in the day was a clinic card in other words once you produce this particular app and the information stored there to a yes. health practitioner he or she will without you almost saying a word be able to tell okay this is where Jacques is and wherever Jacques think. is would invariably be different to where song is, or is on the reading of that app simply because no two people can do one thing the same way all the time the The question then becomes – actually, no, I think I've answered that question as I mentioned that. I think I lost my train of thought now. Actually, I was, man, I was building a punchline here. Anyway, (laughs) say say something. Say something. I don't know. I just lost my thought. I beg your pardon I I just want to maybe add to
1: what you're saying there. I think in terms of how it's differentiated as well, Sungi, so it's – what we are doing, we're doing truly this this on multiple fronts. So we've got data scientists, data scientists we're doing on the back end. We're building your wellness profile, but we can be predictive. In terms of your habits, so, so the more you interact with the system, if you connect your wearables and all of those kind of things as well, you do personal health assessment mm, and so mm, forth, yes, yes. we build up a wellness profile, we build, we've got predictive models in the background that actually provides the back-end intelligence and make sure that we are even more proactive than usual. Your typical thing i don't think i haven't seen other apps that's truly proactive and seeing well you are on this trade in this track here and 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 if you if you follow this track you actually increase your heart your, your um, uh see your risk for heart disease or for mm. diabetes or whatever it is mm. but we, we can make it super relevant holistically and looking at all the
0: comorbidities and, and and all of those kind of things sure quick question sure. sorry sure. sorry quick question i think i found my yeah. thought again. where i was going with that is all of this assumes one basic fact, that somebody has a smartphone. And I know you mentioned the fact that you want to democratize healthcare and related yes. interventions. There is still a sizable, if not a majority of South Africans who do not have access to a smartphone. And even if they do, their reliance on data is intermittent and they have to, from time to time, sort of prioritize expenses for data or expenses for basic foodstuffs especially in these times yes. how do we ensure that we don't lose those persons though immediately they might not be on the platform how do we ensure we get them yeah
1: well uh, there's 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 various ways of tackling that so so obviously the the app is really uh, the best experience is on when you actually have an app store or play store app because you get the notification all of it but we do have a progressive web app where you can actually buy the web browser you can get access. You don't need to be even on a smartphone. You can actually also access it via a web browser initially. And even if you've got a tablet available, say, within uh, – even if it's on a mine, you've got a tablet, and you can log on to your system. Obviously, you need a password and stuff. So you need to enable people as well. But there's there's, there's various vehicles where you can actually make things available to people um, in that regard. But, yeah, because obviously the offering is a digital health offering. So, yeah, so um, makes sense. We, we need to get people – <laughs> digitize it's Anyway, part of the, the smart technology era we, we, we in 2021. So I would say, I would invest even from a government perspective or corporate uh, uh, if you think about CSR funding, whatever, there, there's various ways of putting, empowering people, giving them the ability yeah, so. to actually access this as well. So we've got all sorts of different plans of doing that. But, but you're 100% right. That's part of the reality and we need to deal with that. We're very much aware of that, and, and that needs to be in place. And so we will do all sorts of things to, to with partners to, to make a difference there.
0: Mr. Jacques Ludic, I'm two minutes over time. Thank you so much for your time. Certainly do appreciate your thoughts and willingness to engage on the matter. Technical team of Lesejo and Sly are looking at me with eyes bigger than sources. I do appreciate their being here. In as much as I do want to confirm that indeed, Jack from Ngungundlo, we will not just be doing this for Setswana tomorrow, but all nine official languages in the country will get, if you like, their limelight. And certainly it is something that is important. One of the other listeners says, I want to hear Setswana on Chinese movies. It's Akara ask around who makes it possible well that's a story for the zona people to engage us tomorrow to the extent that they want to see that 2148 good night everybody thanks for your time